You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose, A-Love, and Leon. Welcome, Leon. Leon is usually on our podcast, but sometimes Leon is just silently in the corner or laughing in the corner at us. I'm always with them. You're always with us. So thank thank you for being with us, the Holy Ghost. (laughs) I almost stuttered through that, but I got it. I just wanted to say that really quick, there's a brand new fucking birth control in the motherfucking market yeah and i know brand new in what way this doesn't apply to you two in your primary partnership but it could in your secondary tertiary or other partnerships um it's brand new because it's a different um type it's it's something that we've never seen before so in the past there's been sponges there's birth control there's iud's there's condoms you know there's the pull-out method but mm. now there's a motherfucking gel that is like one-time use. It looks like it's, if you use it properly, 93% effective. I think improperly, 89% effective, aka, I don't know what the specifics are, but it looks like the insertion of into a vaginal canal of what looks like kind of what you use if you have like a yeast infection. It's kind of like a tube where you kind of like squeeze it, you know, in like a pharmaceutical sense. You know, there's a thing that you have to squeeze up into your vagina. It's kind yeah. of like a tampon. Like, yeah. you know, you push it through. Applicator. But yeah, there's an applicator and then there's a, you know, the medicine inside. I think it's like a gel inside. Okay. And you put it up to a certain extent until it kind of stops and then you push it through. And I believe that that is good for at least, a, I don't know the specifics, but a one-time use. There's side effects, like so yeast infection, baby is there effects. hormones inside? There are no hormones. So it's non It's a barrier. It's a non-hormonal um, barrier. Is it like fix a flat? It's a, like, like it's a gel. Do you want to read? Do you want to look have, it up? Let's yeah, look let's it look it up. Okay. It's called Fexi. It's mm-hmm. new on the market. Oh, so it almost it. sounds like fix a fly. Like, you Who's know, a fix a fly? Like, like when you have a tire, <laughs> oh, a tire. and you get like a hole in it, yeah, and you, squirt, you squirt yeah, something squirt in, and it just keeps get the air from coming just out. Just to get you right. to the fucking right. place to right. fill up the in, air in this and then case, get you to the tire. It could like fill up the vaginal canal to keep okay. it Okay, so Fexi is a hormone free birth control vaginal gel that is FDA approved to prevent pregnancy. And you use it only when you need it. So it's like one time use, like I said. Uh, so see, see what I mean? See, it looks like the it's, oh, it's like it the like applicator, a, no, a really long like well, it, yeah. that's more like what it looks like when you're doing an insertion of kind of a medicine up into your vaginal canal. Yeah, or a pool stick ish. Kind of. I mean, it's not that long. No, okay. <laughs> but it does look like you do have to put it up further than a tampon. Okay, so how far? How how long? Yeah, be, sorry. How long before you have sex do you need to put it in? Sorry. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, let's look. Okay, hold on. Um, instructions for use. Let's look. Okay, yeah, so, okay, that doesn't look... The the plunger, so what they call is the plunger rod, which is what they usually use in a yeast infection medicine or something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that is all typical looking size-wise. So I said it, it does look a little longer, but not by much as far as... It's longer than a tampon. So if you've ever used a yeast infection medicine, you have to put it up past mm-hmm. kind of your cervix. Sure. So it does have to get in... 
like it's not kind of just sitting at the edge of your vagina your vagina it's right. sitting further that's in way up in there so that's why the applicator is longer so for anybody that's questioning that each box contains this many da, da, da. use one dose of fexi within one hour before you have vaginal sex a new fexi pre-filled applicator must be used each time you have vaginal sex if you have vaginal sex more than one time within one hour, a new Fexi pre-filled applicator must be used. Keep the pre-filled applicator and plunger rod in a foil pouch until you're ready to use Fexi. Step one, wash your hands. Okay, hold and, on, hold on. Yes. Before we get to the next step. Okay, so, so each what time I'm understanding, fuck. but you have to also have sex within an hour, hour of putting it in. So would your impression of that mean that the other individual needs to ejaculate within an hour as well? Like, um, like, I would say that the no. barrier works up to an hour. No, I think I think that you need to have it. No, I don't think it says that. I think what it's saying is you need to put it in at you know within an hour of fucking, and it's gonna be okay until the next time you need to fuck again. Okay. Which probably means the next time you piss. I'm assuming. But, but that's it's not the same hole, so not necessarily. Okay. Well, okay, go but on. You might go push on. some out. Go on, go on. Read the rest um, of the instructions because I'm now curious. Yeah, uh, wash your hands. Da, da, da. Remove the pre-filled applicator plunger rod from foil pouch and. No. Yeah, it, it looks like it. It's yeah, maybe it is up to an hour. Is I don't this... know. That's a good question, actually. Hold on. Uh, insert the plunger rod, remove the blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's just telling you how to put it in. It's the same way you would Can put you it. Can you reread the original, the first part again? Sure. Use one dose of Fexi within one hour before you have vaginal sex. Within one hour. That's, therein lies the word. But it doesn't, not, but vaginal sex, yeah, I guess the within one hour. would have to. I, I mean, that's how I would assume it. Use it right. within one hour of vaginal, like. Of, of full yeah. vaginal sex. Yeah. That's a good question, though, that we might be able to get answered. Is like, yeah. what's the what's the window of time? Like, if I put it in an hour ago and I have sex for an hour and a half, is it still? Right. That may be where it goes from ninety three percent effective to eighty nine percent effective. Right. Is the window of time? In this which is a good question. Been, yeah. You know? Yeah, we totally. Because it's probably agree. still there's somewhat some efficacy in there because it's still inside of you. So let me ask you: Is this by prescription only, or is, yes, it is. So currently prescription only. Okay. Yeah. As most of them are, yes. Yeah, and obviously, like, don't forget, like, Plan B is over the counter. If you ever are in need of that, please. So what this has is lactic that. acid, citric acid, potassium, uh, bitartrate, 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 yeah, bitartrate, bitartrate, vaginal and vaginal gel, the actual jelly itself. Interesting. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if we could get that information. So I guess it, it is, if you're prone to UTIs, that's one thing I've seen a lot of, do not use this if, right. you, if you have them a lot. Right. Also, if you are prone to yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis, right. that's something. To and so that, that may also offer always as advice, no matter what you hear about medication, certainly discuss it with your doctor, but also, right. also discuss any concerns that you have or that you've read, like with your doctor, feel free to question those things and like, Remember, they don't know everything, so if you have more questions, talk to your pharmacist. They will always be able to like help you through some of the other 
like more intricate parts of it. So oh, there's more information too. Oh, good. Um, yeah, their website looks kind of user. Fexi works to keep vaginal pH in the range of three point five to four point five, which lowers sperm mobility, lowering the chance of sperm reaching the so egg. Oh, so it's about pH. It's, it's about a, the pH. It's That's about like, murdering awesome. the sperm before they get there. I love that. Oh, it's making I it an inhospitable that. environment. It's well, it making so, it sounded a little like a spermicide. <laughs> it does. Kind it of. sounds like a spermicide. It does. And you know what? The inhospitable part is probably why there is a high rate of bacterial vaginosis. With uh, using yeast it? infections and UTIs. So that's why you've heard because, about it so far? So think about it like this. When you have inhospitable pH. If you have sure. an, if an, an imbalance yeah. in your pH, you have stinky pus, you right. have, uh, you know. And that happens infections. from antibiotics sometimes. Sometimes like that. So yeah. what it looks like is it's kind of stripping your pussy. It's kind of like an antibiotic inside. It's a jelly yeah. antibiotic yeah, yeah, yeah. inside of your puss right. that creates and an environment that says, no, you yeah. can't swim for And your natural... I'm glad that we figured that yeah. out because my natural floor doesn't like this kind of right. shit. So no. this might be actually something mm -hmm. that... I'm un personally unable to use, but I'd be interested to Your see. Your natural how it works. forum are there for a reason, but yeah, I would be yeah, too as well. For sure. Because like, uh, you know, there is the idea that perhaps like, um, there's not a nat like necessarily a natural. There's not. There could be a pH that is in the more positive direction that doesn't necessarily cause those other bacterium to well, like, exist. Well, what I'm going to do right? is I'm going to use it. I'm mm -hmm. going to use it with my partner and see how I like it, how it works. I'm awesome. actually going to use it around ovulation <laughs> just because why not You want to test the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that brilliant. That's I guess great. that's not a good idea. Maybe I don't do that. Maybe I shouldn't announce what I'm doing with it. Go big am. or go home, said my grandma. Go big or go home. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, why not? Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't know if I'm going to use it right around ovulation, but I think it would be fun That's how to I know. came about, by the way. What? The, yeah, testing out a new type of My mother was testing, at, testing out something new, you know? So. My mom was actually testing out the NuvaRing, <laughs> and I am now uh, the first NuvaRing baby. <laughs> it's only 99% of it. No, I love that. <laughs> no, this is great. Um, that's good to know. Because I was wondering why it kept advertising side effects, especially being UTI, no. yeast infection, and BV. And I was just uh, like, huh, I wonder what does that because it creates an inhospitable right. pH. Well, and that's kind of sucks because like, yo, BV sucks. I've had yeah. it once or twice when I was younger. When you when you fuck around with somebody that like hasn't you know showered in a while or some shit. I mean, people have to wait. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Sometimes you can get it just because your pH doesn't match with something else. Right. <laughs> and sometimes like and sometimes that is worth it more to someone than taking hormones and feeling like that or like having an IUD inserted. Like it's really got to be like you know. So as as two men assuming. who have had sex with women, mm. what have you? personally enjoyed or not enjoyed as far as the different types of you know contraception mm -hmm. birth control barrier whatever what are the like did you like condoms did you not like them i love rolling the dice you did i did for real for real all the time you just yeah you were just there to and i and now and now i recognize that it was irresponsible on my behalf because understood uh, what, I, what what yeah what, but it's kind what of my mother and all the other female matriarchs in my in my line are telling me is you roll the dice, but 
she was probably on something, you know, not rolling the dice with you, right, which, right. Is, which is your responsible so, part, because right. it's not right. fair for you to say, you oh yeah, let's just roll the dice, you know, maybe they were nice about it, they didn't mm. say anything, right. you know, but like, so yeah, I will say in that regard that, um, you know, I always, I always asked and always trusted that my female partners were on birth control. So um, you rolled the dice too, I, I see. Mean, right. Well, it rolled the dice in okay, that. Okay, so you were I, big I did, fans of condoms is my question. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My thing with condoms was like, I wasn't a big fan of it with females. Um, and, and with males, it's the way that the, the culture indoctrinates you into thinking no condom HIV right away, right. you know, right. and, and then we got There's on, I got on prep right away on my experience, mm-hmm. but like, I felt that, you know, yeah, the, 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 the no condom thing, like I just, I just felt, yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't, I don't know, maybe culturally I was. I was indoctrinated that, you know, with women, you roll the dice, and with, with guys, you just gotta get HIV, which is wrong, right. completely wrong, mm. but... What, what about you? In terms of? Did you use condoms with women often, or...? Um, I was with women that insisted on it in, in a way that I don't think I've ever been with a man that has insisted on it. Interesting, interesting. Um, well, there's that, there's that <laughs> level of... That extra pregnancy thing. And if you don't have insurance, it's at least yeah. four hundred dollars to yeah. care of it. And so. I think I mean I've always like been for the most part an openly queer man having sex with females. So I think like uh, or at least cisgender females. Oh, was yeah. there like a stigma of the potential of you giving uh, yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. I mean I think when when That's annoying. when you know me, I'm pretty honest with my sexual partners. I'm not gonna like lie to you about like your level of risk. I will tell you who I'm having or not who, but like I will tell you if I'm having unprotected sex with anybody. Right, like, like, right. Since I've been tested, this is what yeah, it looks like. Exactly. You can take the, you can make the decision. Hey, if you're this this tall to ride the fuck this fucking ride, you have to be able to like talk about all the other things involved. Listen, we had a <laughs> cis hetero man on our podcast that contracted HIV from a woman. Right. So there is. Yeah. You know, a, it's a, it's ignorant to think that you can't get it in all different types of ways. It doesn't as long as the person tells you where, what their risk level is, then you can make a decision from there. Well, but and, but I think you know what happens, unfortunately, is on the more macro level, is the overall risk level gets assessed and, and immediately like. You know, you're like, oh, challenged. And like, you know, even like with giving blood, you know, if you're a female who has sex with men who has sex with men, they're not going to fucking take your blood. I couldn't give blood for the last 10 years because I was consistently getting tattooed or having relations with bisexual men. Exactly. They caught me out of the giving blood thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, you know, that is the reality for a lot of people. And I think, you know, it's just ridiculous. We gotta get rid of that. Stuff. Yeah, and I think you know the the thing is is we we discover again and again in the data is you know people overall are are not like doing really well at safe sex. What you know what you can really encourage people to do really well at is harm reduction. You can encourage them to get to know their partners, like 
don't have an, and you know, like limit your anonymous, you know, right. like encounters. And when you do have try them, to be as protect your community exactly and be very upfront. Right, know? let like, people make informed decisions about what absolutely. they're doing. With Anytime you. I've ever been with an unprotected partner, and then the next partner was going to be as well. Say, like I got tested, and then right. was, I had an unprotected person in there, and then you know, of course, <coughs> the first thing I would tell them is just a heads up. Right. I have had unprotected sex since being tested. What would you like me to do with that information? Right. Depending on timing, if they make their informed decision, that's a very adult thing to do. Absolutely. If you can't be that open with somebody, you shouldn't be having sex. Well, and we can't really live in sex positive communities if we can't like somewhat trust like the integrity of like what we're doing, right? Like you know, right. we have we to. Don't, we can't be like, show me your test results right now. Right. I don't trust. Like that's right. that's the right. other side of that's the spectrum. Right. There's two levels. There's complete denying and completely not caring and just acting right. a fool right. and doing whatever with whomever and just never. I know people that at 30 have never been tested in their life, not even from their fucking, right. you know, their regular right. doctor. Like, you didn't even just get, like, a regular little swabby swab. <laughs> like, like swabby what? Swabby. You've never had somebody yeah. check right. the canal out for cancer? Right. Like, what's good, yeah. you know? And then the other side of it, people that are literally so distrusting that they're so, you know, they may, they shame you for it. Right. They shame. Right. How many partners have you? Well, first of all, maybe that's not your business. How about how many partners have you had since you've been tested? Right. How many were unprotected? Those right. are numbers I'm okay with you asking me. Right. Yeah. Don't ask me my motherfucking full ass number. You want to know? Yeah. Because I don't fucking know. We could sit down and count together, right. honey. <laughs> yeah. And a couple we've... of my DMs I forgot about. The fuck, you know? Well, we've talked about it before on here, but it really has to work in shame reduction about, like, all parts of it, right? Like, you know, to work in sex-positive, like, like attitudes and to be in harm reduction, it has to be okay for, like, you to tell your partners, hey, I contracted something. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can't trust in any of it if we can't trust that, like, you know, sometimes you're not going to get, like, the best of news. Like... Just like you, and just a heads up for a lot of the like very benign <laughs> things that you can contract, mm-hmm. your doctor's able to give you like a partner dose. If yeah, you will. don't forget that. It's not always blaming. So say I contracted chlamydia, or I thought, or I I got tested tomorrow and I had right. chlamydia, and my partner obviously has been with me unprotected. Right. I could, not every place, but I could be like, hey, doc. Can mm-hmm. you get my partner also a prescription? Interesting. And a lot of times they'll do that. Yeah, most yeah. Your prescription doesn't, I mean, your uh, insurance doesn't always cover it, but right. sometimes they do. Okay. So it's worth asking for. Can yeah. I get a second? Because sometimes they can also just double up fill, the dose. Fill it twice. Right? Yeah, like, especially if you live in like really cool, much more progressive places. Please, like, and if you or your partner doesn't have insurance, like, always ask. Like, don't avoid treatment. Like, you know, try to figure it out, like, and ask about your partner, too, like, of course. that's always what to do. And like, yeah, I mean, if you have put your partner at risk, the best thing to do is just let them know, hey, I thought I was good, I wasn't, and this is what we need to do to get you good. And, you know, any healthy relationship should be okay to withstand that. Sustain it, yeah. I shouldn't judge or anything, I shouldn't say no. healthy, but you know what I mean, like, if, if everybody... As an adult in the situation, everybody should probably be able. Oh, well, unless you're cheating, and then well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, healthy case. is good though. 
I just mean like, you know, in the newer relationship or things like that. Like well, I, I don't necessarily mean if you're married to somebody right. twelve years down the road and all of a sudden you got chlamydia, that's on that's well, a question that y'all can have because I don't understand all that. But but <laughs> my point being that like, you know, in those especially the beginning, I feel like right. people are very shy. It's right. like, oh, Oh, maybe, oh, I did have sex with one person. Oh, that's probably not a big deal. Okay, he just put the chip in. Okay. Well, well you and, could still have something. And, and you it, might have to have that conversation. And the thing is, down, is you know? if you are stepping out on a partner that doesn't know, like, be wise about it as wise as you can. Like, take the amount of precautions to like like think about the standard amount of things stis how many right I, we're not going to sit here and morally judge you for no the moral not that aspect all. but for the physical health aspect always be physically healthy don't yeah. put them in covid risk don't put them in sti Absolutely. risk hiv risk none of Absolutely. the above you cannot even if it's a you know the flu the fun. right don't put them yeah. at physical risk. I wonder what the, <laughs> I wonder what the like ST, ST, STI, STD rates right now, at least here in New York City, I'm are curious. right now. Probably based, horrible. Based, basing it on like, the COVID pandemic so and the fact that many people won't go, you know, right. the extra to mile the to, go, to, to check themselves, right? right? To, right. Yeah. From, what I've heard, from what I've heard, they are pretty high. You know, but we, actually, we should, people are doing all this we should, we should check, too. We should check up on that because that is, that is a curious thing. I mean, I think, you know, we just want to be, like, you know, very careful to, like, share these things with one another because, like, you don't, you don't want to find ourselves, like, you know, uh, in, in a position where we, we don't trust one another, especially with our sexuality and our enjoyment of each other, you know, we, we have to, like, you know, I, I'm not here to say, hey... We should, I'm sorry, but we should normalize the idea that we're putting ourselves in a physical risk of any Absolutely. kind of it's something a, right. every time we have an we should, connection we with should. somebody. We should, but I, I want to tie it into the idea of consent again. Like, you know, if, if we're talking about, like, creating a world of consent-based sexuality, part of that consent is your partner knows what they're getting into whatever right. they're you agreeing them, to do, right? You give them you give them the ability to as much information to as possible. the situation. Exactly. Just, I am a top dom. Right. I wanna hit you, I wanna do right. this, and right. I have herpes. Right. Okay, right. me too. I have right. herpes, I'm a bottom, yep. I'm a Great, yep. we're a perfect little Let's sandwich. Share them together. Let's put right. our lettuce between us exactly. and have fun. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> right. I don't judge you if you had like unprotected sex with your last five partners, but let me like understand that you had sex with your last unprotected sex with your last five partners and haven't been tested, so I understand what I right. And if you're a bug chaser, great. And if you're not, we might wrap it up. Maybe we won't. That's on you. Right. That's all good. Just let me consent to understanding what's happening. You know, and I think that is always important. And I think you know. Maybe I get off on the idea that I'm putting myself at risk. Maybe I don't. Absolutely. Let all parties be. In right. The we and can be informed, right? It's be like, well, I'm okay if you're okay. Good. Like now we all know. It's, it's, not, about, okay. it's not about de-shaming. It, uh, absolutely. Because yeah. that's that that's what it's all about. What you were talking about DL culture a few minutes ago. Like, yeah, everybody's doing shit on DL, but, but, but it's all about the shame, right? right? Everybody's connected to that shame in one way or another. That I say this myself. Like, I I want to come across hypocritically. Like, definitely, there have been times in my past in which you know, uh, I chose to say no to someone who wanted to be with me 
because I knew what I had just taken, you know, fucking treatment for or whatever. But when I could have said, this went down. I came out with this and I don't want to expose you. I've been in treatment for a week or two or right. whatever. But I chose to not even say that because of the shame. Because right. you know that you like right. you want to connect with that person again. But if you say mm. this, it might it puts everything that you have together as a as as as, as a right. connection at at risk. Like right. somebody I had been with during quarantine, one person that I had like everybody I'd been with, I had worked with, but this person I'd worked with very minimally. It was more of a pleasure thing. Um, like something had happened where they thought they they had like a scare, and the first thing they did was tell me before they even confirmed. But I was like, all right, you're a little premature. You don't have to give me anxiety. But also, that's exactly that's the kind of people I need in my yeah. life. That's the kind of energy I need. Yeah. In my See, life. to me, I I've done that too. Mm-hmm. And the test has come back negative, yeah, and it's like, too, oh, but Lord, too. I wish I wouldn't be have said anything. Be like a Mary dude, and I'm like, right. you might have the clap, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, no, you don't, I'm just pregnant, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually what it was. But Wrong when you, test. When you do that, though, when you do that, at least in my case, it showed me how much I cared about that person. Right. And the bond that we had. But Enough to say, should. I'm going to put it at risk, even though, like, fuck, I shouldn't I'm have. sorry, I'm sorry, but you should, um, the, the first thing that you should think of is, even before I get my, what if it takes, if it takes, like, 12 hours, it could be, like, 12 hours, <laughs> you don't get to give people anxiety attacks, but if it's going to take a couple days or weeks, those are a couple of days or weeks right. where they're exposing other people. Right. It's the idea of like the remember I left here and I had like a fucking cough because it was dusty in my apartment and I was like guys I'm sick. Right. The first thing I did was text you because yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck it was and right. it could have been COVID. It's yeah. the same idea. We should think of it the same way. It's yeah. like contact tracing. Yeah. We need to think of it as fuck before I even know as unless I'm gonna find out within the next day. I need to let these people well, know. Right. Because you could be putting your wife, your husband, right. your son, right. your son. <laughs> no, not your son. You shouldn't be fucking your son. Well, you're, you're not fucking your son. You're fucking your son's your girlfriend. Your stepson, <laughs> obviously. But whoever yeah. you might be physical with, you that person could be putting them at risk. So you should immediately there, halt what you're doing. And that's there, the right thing. There has to be a shame factor because in my head, like, you know... The fucking yeah, my, puta the, I am. The like, first time I was told you might have chlamydia, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to kill you. The second thing I thought of was, okay, now who do I have to tell that they may have chlamydia? Right. Then I went back and told them all, you might actually be a baby daddy. Then I went back and told them all, <laughs> I actually had an abortion, you're yeah. dead. But you owe me $400. No, I, didn't, I did not yeah. extort money from seven different men. No, my, 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 my thing with that is like, look, I should not joke like this. You're, you're, you're a respectful, you're a respectful hoe and like, I'm a hoe and like, I love to hear that the hoes are having that saying like, Hey, I may or may not like need treatment right now. I'm waiting on my test results. Like I know I'm on here. Well, how crazy to say later, like I didn't have chlamydia. I'm just pregnant. Well, that's what, no, but, but, but that's my point. Or whatever. It, it, it's the only time I had a chlamydia scare <laughs> or a whatever it was scared. I went to the doctors. I was like, I think I have this. Yeah. And then they were like, you're pregnant. And I was right. like, there you go. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Just kidding. There you go. And I actually didn't. I don't even know who the baby daddy was. I don't know if it. Now I knew. We took care of it. It's, it's about the general. Rest in peace. <laughs> it's about Alicia the. Rose Jr. <laughs> 
I figured we should start the birth control episode the way that we should end it, which is just about abortion. It's about birth control. No, but but it's abortion is a beautiful thing. I mean, birth is a beautiful thing. It it is important like that we figure out how to not like find that STI thing a bad thing. It is. It is how we say we support the like morality of being sex positive. We support the idea that we can like take care of each other. We don't need somebody to tell Think us about your mouth and how back. much spit it gives off, right? Right. right. Okay. We all figured that out after the COVID thing if we hadn't already <laughs> if we weren't skeeves and hadn't already known it like I was. Uh-huh. So now think about your dick and or your puss and or your butthole giving off that spit. <laughs> Sweet, whether it's sweat or cum or spit that you put in there from your mouth, that's a lot. That's a lot. You're you're creating your own fucking juices. Yeah, you're creating your you're, own ecosystem. You're creating your own ecosystem and homeostasis that wasn't even there before. True. So of course, there's a potential of something happening, whether it's a little infection, a fucking STI, a STD. Cold. A cold, you could have a herpes in your bowl from a cold sore. Right. What the fuck ever? Fucking stop what you're doing. If you can, go get it checked out. If you can't, find the resources where you can go free if you possibly right. can. If not, try hit us up. We'll try to find it for you. Yeah. And let everybody know, hey, I have a cold sore. Maybe don't look there today. Yeah. Right? I'm not going <laughs> to pull you today because I have a cold sore on my tongue. And, and that's it. And, and that's it. And yeah. at the very least, most clinics, most most everywhere has anonymous notifications. So please keep that in mind. Even if you are not comfortable notifying your own partners, a lot of places will offer you. Really? Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll like ghost text somebody? Like, they will. You got cool yeah. video. They do. They Yo, do. I've had partners in the past who have like text, t- told me like, about That's when it comes to syphilis, though. syphilis, syphilis they treat it uh, very carefully. Yeah. Like at New York City health clinics and if, shit. If, if somebody goes in and says like people shouldn't definitely not do this, like I have syphilis or I was exposed to syphilis, and they ask you for name, if you name that person, apparently they that do. person could very well get yeah. a call. What if you get? Oh, what if you only have their social media? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, I, 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 so I, I, the, the whole, it's like contact tracing. No, no, no. It's a public, yeah. It's a public health reduction thing. Like it's a harm reduction thing. And you, and like I get not wanting to tell people. I get not wanting to be slut shamed and feeling like if I tell somebody I've got this or that, like oh my god, they're gonna think this, and nobody in the fucking hood is gonna fuck me again. But like, it's really important because like you don't want to like contaminate the whole fuck pool. Like in that sense, no, like, of course. We're gonna get STI. Keep the fuck pool it's, clean. <laughs> So we As can possible. re-dip. We want to re-dip the dip. Remember Fun Dip? That shit was so dope. Um, so, is that, 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 that like super sour thing where you like lick the fucking thing that you can eat? It was the white stick. And it wasn't always sour. You could eat the stick too, Yeah, right? this, this stick yeah. out of all my love. So, on that note, please always donate to Planned Parenthood and or your local pregnancy prevention and or pregnancy yeah. birth whatever uh group that is a resource that mm-hmm. you have locally sometimes yeah. you don't have Planned Parenthood you have a little small little place yeah either way anything that is what is called planned uh parent planning family planning. family planning donate to your local family planning place yeah. and thank you everybody for listening to literally 31 minutes about birth control Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how we throw down. Peace.
Uh-huh. Uh-huh.